Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Recovering uh, from the Friday, the most Friday night late show that has ever Friday night late showed. Uh, it is a Saturday morning as we record last night. Uh, I am performing this week at the uh, beautiful Looney Bin Comedy Club in the heart of South Tulsa. And uh, last night's uh, Friday Night Late Show, they <laughs> must have learned ahead of time what Friday Night Late Show oh. is about. Because they were... I didn't always believe that myth. That... For, that. That's why Steve Martin quit stand-up. And, and that that is just the toughest night of the week. Mm -hmm. the, the toughest show of the week. Right. Because you've got a crowd Friday early show is Early usually, show Friday was fire. It was yeah. beautiful. It was it's beautiful. A, that one's a crap show. A lot of times it's great, sometimes not. But Friday late show is almost a guarantee. It's almost a guarantee that it'll be bad. And it was. And it's not even that it's bad. It's that the crowd Fucked is either weird. tired or drunk or both, both or, or mad or because <laughs> like I, I swear the 30 people that made it to last night's show and we've had packed shows yeah. all week at the Looney Bin, including Wednesday, which is not all easy. Right. We yeah, had, no, we probably had a hundred or more on Wednesday. It was a great show. Great week. Richard Reese, 100 people, people in a crowd on a Wednesday night is a good. Oh, gig. yeah. Yeah. And and so especially in Oklahoma. So when Friday Night Late Show was just this nonsense. I'm just like, okay, well, thank fucking God, because I didn't know where I was. It's nice to know that I am back home at a comedy club. Yeah, you know? the, the, the humble set. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, and, the ego check. But I don't think they didn't like us. I just think they just weren't clearly receptive. You know, they were I definitely feel like there's a weird phenomenon where suddenly a large uh, contingent of people who do not know each other um, will all just be like, I'm in a shitty mood. Let's go to the comedy club, and and it'll make me not in a shitty mood, except I'm going to make them work for it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I think they all enjoyed the show. It's but like they're it, spitefully like, make me laugh. Well, no, it's just I think you just hit a point in your day, and I think it's Friday where night about funny. 10 o'clock where funny doesn't elicit laughter. <laughs> yeah. You know, funny, like inside, yeah. you're like, that was great. I yeah. really enjoyed that. Very smart, very you, funny. You get a lot of, uh, huh. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it was one of the crowds that was like, <laughs> silence. You Next. Know? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, I know half of our two guests this week understand that very 50 well. 50% of our guests understand. Actually, the other one probably knows it similarly but different. Oh. It's similar but different when you're playing music. Is it? Yeah. The, the best thing about music, though, is that uh, you can sort of drown out the uh, the not paying attention and, and all that with by, by just playing and kind of getting in your own pocket so to speak and the nice thing about music is i feel like you at least you, you play a good song you're still playing a good song like, always like i'm telling a good joke but if they don't like it may, maybe it's not a good joke <laughs> yeah exactly cr parsons kevin price are here this week hey guys hello hello hey thanks for having us thanks cr parsons you know as a many time guest on the show and uh one of your favorite local comedians uh but both he and kevin are members of kevin price and the closers yep that is it. correct nailed it and Kevin, uh, you, you've been performing music for years now, and even before uh, I knew you as a performer, you were on the periphery just because you're just connected with people, and, and you've always been part of projects. Yeah, yeah, that's just something that's, I guess, just always been a part of my life. I've, I grew up in a musical family, but I also grew up around people that my dad was one of those guys that just knew everybody in town, Yeah, and I think it just kind of spilled over into 
me being the same way. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I mean, you, you and I, I think our paths first crossed, I think I was at a job application at somewhere where you were working at the time, and that's how we first <laughs> oh, met. Interesting. And it's just <laughs> been fun to see you everywhere since then. Exactly, and we have we share a last name, but yet we're not kin. We we, we don't we, we maybe don't think so. No relation. We got a 23 in me, and we'll, we'll figure there that out. There you go, exactly. You yeah. have 23 in you. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, it was a long week. Uh, <laughs> I really heard I've got 23 in me. Uh, no, yeah, I not all at once. <laughs> no, that's just impossible. In a row? No one's that flexible. What's <laughs> that, clerks? In a row? <laughs> uh, My girlfriend man. sucked 37 dicks. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, Kevin and CR, you guys are both uh, the, the kind of head MCs at Tulsa Oktoberfest now. You guys we came are. up through the ranks. Uh, yeah. CR, you and I have been doing the MC thing for years. Kevin, right. you came in a couple years later. Uh, and you guys, like this past year, you guys were... You felt like the big men on campus to me. Like you guys were just kind of walking around, checking it out, making sure that the chill was there, you know. And well, we've making tried sure to, nobody's throwing beer on anybody. We've, exactly. We've tried to make some changes in the MC uh, MCU at, in the MCU at, at <laughs> Oktoberfest. <laughs> and uh, and and part of how we did that was we we implemented some some new folks who are tent hosts. Yeah. To to help out the MC because the MC's job really is to uh, is to get up and make you know speeches to make announcements to introduce the band all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but then beyond that their job is to make sure people are having fun yeah just be a party host so we brought in some extra party hosts mm-hmm. and that makes the job even more fun and even more easy yeah fun and easy and it's been uh, it really was because uh, you know I, I've been doing the MC thing there just about as long as you and it's been um, Always been a great gig. Yes. But this past year, it ran so smooth. Well, thank you. And and the yeah. energy was great. Yeah, that's that's all thanks to me, not anything to do with Kevin, <laughs> nope. Kevin having taken over and now being in charge. And No, that's that's all my doing. Well, I, 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 I don't know your... that they actually meant for me to be in charge because <laughs> whenever I get contacted, they're like, hey, we're going to, we want to do this, we want to do that. I, whenever I walked in for the meeting, the kind of blank stares on their face. I was like, I think they called the wrong guy. <laughs> they thought it was someone else. Yes. I walk in, they're like, oh, now we got to buy you coffee. Yeah. yeah. They're like, but, but luckily, they were like, you know, well, he's here. So <laughs> right. let's see what he can do. And Shit, it, I thought we were calling Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Kevin Price? Oh, crap. Oh, I man. was way off. And then they've since uh, they've called me CR at meetings, and I'm like, I think you've still got the wrong guy. Yeah, I, I love it. I don't even have to show up to meetings anymore because people just think he's me. <laughs> <laughs> that that explains it because I think was it um, the last um, the last meeting, the last Oktoberfest meeting? Because we have monthly meetings up there yeah. checking in and getting things ready. Because Oktoberfest is a beast. I don't know if people know Tulsa Oktoberfest is so big, it has so many moving parts that they're planning it mm-hmm. from like the day after this year. They're planning next year. Yeah, man, we we jump on it immediately and and we do. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of people, and they, they, they are surprised that we do have monthly meetings or even more often than that Yeah, to get stuff. And we're already ordering tents in, like, February and March and mm-hmm. setting up for an October thing that they don't realize that all the logistics it takes to put put on a festival like that that's one of the biggest in the country. Yeah, one of the biggest in the country and, and so popular here. Yeah. You know, we've got friends uh, like like a friend of the show, you know, my, my co-host over on the People Person Paper podcast, Brian Sittler, uh-huh. uh, not uh, a guy who is always at every, you know, event in Tulsa, 
But damned if he does not come out to Oktoberfest every single year. You right. Know, he, really? It is just such a beloved thing that some people just hang on to it. And why wouldn't you? Great food, good beers, all kinds of fun stuff to do. It is a great time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it gets bigger and better every year. That's that's the thing that has blown me away about it is every year they're doing something to make a even a small improvement. And so it it's it has yet, in my opinion, to have a year that it just stepped backwards and went, ah, oh, that wasn't as good as the year before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's not exactly on the same level, it is shooting far past it. Exactly. Man. Yeah, fun. And then you guys have been busy with the band. Busy yeah. with the band. Yeah, we stay pretty pretty I, hooked up. I feel like I'm seeing a new show every day when I look on <laughs> Facebook. It's And that's great. That's what you want, right? It, yeah, you want a full calendar. I mean, it's just like... Just like anything else, uh, when you're performing, you want to you want to stay busy and stay active because that keeps the creative juices flowing, and that spills over into songwriting. And mm-hmm. then, like I say, now we're kind of getting into I hate to call it touring because we're just a local band, but we do go to Missouri and Arkansas and these places. And tours a tour, baby. Yeah, tours a tour. If you're, I guess, if you're staying in motels and staying away from the house, it's a tour. Yeah, I remember kind of having that same feeling of being like, oh, I don't know if I want to like call it a tour, and and then being able to be like, you know what? No, fuck that. We deserve this. We it is a tour. We were we put it together. We're you know we're doing it our fucking selves. Like yeah, it's a goddamn tour. Yeah, you know you're playing six shows in a row and none of them are in your hometown. Yeah, it's a tour. That's a tour. That's a tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and but it's easy because. You know, when you think about a tour, you think about some of the bands that you love, the biggest bands in the world, doing tours, playing stadiums, playing places where you may have had to fight to get tickets. And you forget that, yeah, that's a tour, but tour is a lot bigger than just that. Yeah, there's a you lot know? of other bands that you've never heard of that are also on tour. Exactly. Yeah, right. And, and, and the, the, the imposter syndrome sets in because of trying to compare yourself to a what a nat- nationwide tour from a, a a massive band and it's like it doesn't have to be that just mm-hmm. work do the work yeah my tour is never going to be Katy Perry but you know yeah well maybe it will I don't know I'm not going to sell you short thanks you could Katy Perry thank you I am only five seven but I appreciate you not selling me short <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched a couple trailers yeah want to get into those absolutely let's do uh, even if I'm not going to watch the first one. You're not not even a little bit. I w- it was uh, it's called Expendaforendables. Expandables. <laughs> Ex- expandables. Yeah, because yeah, it's I about that was, the uh, it's about the cast. I thought yeah. that was a, a Freudian slip when you said expandables while we were watching the trailer, and I was like, no, it's just expanding their. Yeah, they just yeah. expand the yeah. cast every movie. Exactly. Now I feel like it's getting to the point where they're putting they're bringing in new characters, much the way Street Fighter did. Yeah, where they're like. Now there's a Native American one, and you can tell because his face is painted in a probably offensive manner at all times, always. And now there's a girl one. Well, and I love it. The idea was that Expendables, of course, this is the fourth one. Uh-huh. And the Expendables came out with the idea of of breathing new life into these classic action heroes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the the blowing stuff up, fighting the bad guy, saving the girl heroes from the 80s and yeah, 90s. Yeah, the, the Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, Seagal, uh, Van Damme, those, those Norris movies. Yeah, yeah the Chuck, the Norrises. Uh, yeah, and then even Bruce Willis, you know, it, and, and it grew from there and started really incorporating anybody who even kind of had any kind of action connection. Well, and in the first one, they were kind of winking at it, too. They were like, 
we're making a very retro version of one of these movies, but we're also sort of poking fun at the genre. Right. It was self-referential. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah. then I think now they're like trying to do it, but for real, though. You know, it, it's... 100. You had that feeling, right? It's it's one of those things where they have gone so far, and it's the same thing with the Fast and Furious movies. I, I really think they just need to combine the MCU... The Fast and Furious and the Expendables universes into one. Yeah, because you know, uh, on Fast and Furious, they went to space. Yeah, and exactly. so basically, in the last one, not even in the current one. Yeah, basically, they're superheroes at this point, so they could be in the MCU. The problem yeah. with that is you have uh, you have crossovers like Statham's in the MCU and the F and FU. Well, who is he in the MCU? Statham. I mean, not in the MCU, in the Expandables. Oh, he is in the Expandables yeah. universe. And That's he's true, in yeah. uh, Fast and Furious. So yeah. you're like, is he going to be Hobbs or is he going to be whoever the fuck he is in this movie? That's true. Or Stallone is, uh, he was in the Guardians movie. He yeah, was, That's true. Like that, you yeah. Know? That's true. So, so yeah, there's there's crossover. The Rock? Sure. Mm-hmm. No, I guess he wasn't hey, in MCU. That just makes for cheaper casting. You get two characters out of one actor. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, obviously now the MCU is already doing this multiverse thing where you got multiple versions of people. So why can't one actor play multiple parts? There you go. You know, they already had a quick spoiler for Ant-Man 3, for those who haven't seen it. But in the, one of the post credit scenes, you see Jonathan Majors playing more than one person as the different versions of Kang. You know, uh, you know, and of course they may have to recast that entirely, but that's a topic for another show. <laughs> Jonathan, God damn it. Yeah. We talked him up so much about how good he was. The whole world talked him up. I mean, he's a very talented actor, but at the same time, he fucked up. And at the same time, that is exactly how this should happen. That mm-hmm. this should happen. If, if, if someone is, is, is impressive in their line of work, they should be celebrated. If we learn bad things about them, we should shut the fuck up. And if those eventually prove to be false, we should shout their, their, their merits again. I mean, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the system working, right? I mean, yeah. who, who's um, uh, Tom Haverford on Parks and Rec? Uh, 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 Aziz, Aziz, I'm sorry. Is oh. it, didn't that happen to him? Aziz, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like he was huge. <laughs> yeah, we, we heard he, some shit. He was canceled for a bad date. Yeah, but then we all were like, okay, it was just a bad date. Right. And, and now he's, he's, I don't feel like he's canceled anymore. No. You know? So. No, I don't know how much he's working, but. I don't, I don't think he would have any trouble filling a room. Oh, no. No, no he did do a special after that. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, even, does being canceled keep you from filling a room? I mean, not really, especially well, if, if you're if you're big enough, it doesn't. If, yeah, if you're if you're at my level, it would. That's true. If we get yeah. canceled. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. Of course, the question is, who knows if I'm canceled? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but all, you know, all 12 people that follow me on Facebook would know that I was canceled. But, but that's like, it. you know, that like Roseanne could go to Lubbock and fill a room right now. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Roseanne <laughs> could come to Tulsa and fill a room. Sadly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, the um, that sucks. You know, uh, Chappelle's one who seems like he's always at the center of controversy. He's always on the verge of cancellation. Well, I mean, I he, mean he's in my world. He's he canceled. has tens of thousands of people who would probably never give him the time of the day for some of the things he said in recent specials. For but sure. he has just as many, if not more, people who will still defend support him, to him the death. if not defend his right to say those things. So. Who cares, you know, in the end, you know, I, I don't have to listen to him because I'm not super into Chappelle lately, For but, sure. but if you're into him, fucking A, go nuts. He definitely lost me at I'm Team Turf. Yeah. Yeah, that was sure. Not, not fun. 
But the expendables, uh, the expandables. My biggest <laughs> issue with that is is how much farther and farther away we get from action heroes. Like Fifty Cent and Megan Fox are both fine, but are oh either yeah, they one started of them? doing that on the last one. You got Kelsey Grammer in there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer, known for action movies. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like, you know what we got to get in here. Although I'll be hey. honest, I haven't seen it. So did he have any action scenes, how or was ha- he just I'll Kelsey Grammer you, as a? I'll tell you how we have like we see their accountant, right? right. Yeah. Exactly. We've got Randy Couture in here. We've got you know we've got MS, MMA superstars. We've got Terry Crews. We've got all these guns in here. We got Dolph Lundgren. Somebody get me fucking Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it was though. They were like, listen, all of these. Guys, we need a smart guy. Well, no, it's just that you, all these guys that that are so quick to resort to violence and punching, they need therapy. Mm. They need Doctor Frazier Crane. Dr. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Wait, did did he come on as as Dr. Crane or did he come on as Beast? There you go. Oh, yeah, there is you go. a uh, is a master action hero. hero. So yeah, if they painted him blue and yeah. a smart guy, <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. He can do both. That's it. That's why they got Kelsey. <laughs> Looking at that they were roster, like, oh, though, it's Kelsey like, does his own stunts. <laughs> it's more like should we call the Extendables? You're just extending careers that probably should have. Ended a long time ago. Well, and that was another. That was kind one, of the giving them where they shouldn't have one, <laughs> right? Like Randy Couture, like we love you, buddy, but not an actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same. Like, like I don't have a big problem with Megan Fox, but in this new one, didn't we give up on her? Like, didn't she do like three Transformers, and we were like, now nah, we're cool. Like, yeah. You know, but I mean, whatever. I can never give up on her. Well, she's very, very pretty girl. <laughs> that's that's the that trailer. I hate how attracted I am to Megan Fox. The first half of that trailer was not Expendables. It was like a War of the Roses. It was, yeah, yeah it was what like was, it was very much like just uh, the, centered on the two of them on Statham and Fox. What yeah. was the movie years ago with a husband and wife that both turned out to be spies? Brad Night Pitt. and Day, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Mrs. Smith, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. It gave me Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibes that's the it. entire that's time. It. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. that's all I could see. Yeah, where you're like, uh, you can't tell. Are they fighting or fucking? Well, and I feel like that's what it was. Like that trailer, they were just like, do we want to do a classic Expendables trailer where we show all of our heroes blowing stuff up? And we could just show Statham and Fox rolling around. Just give Megan Fox a minute and a half of the two-minute trailer. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, good marketing decision, you know. Yeah, I guess. It's, this is not as much an action movie as it is a rom-com at this point. Yeah, that's kind of what that first half felt like. <laughs> Or I or just it was very sexy. Like well, it was way too tell, sexy. Then they then they cut to they're like oh we forgot we got to show the other people and they go to a little scene with Fifty Cent and Dolph Lundgren and Dolph Lundgren's got his glasses on and Fifty Cent makes a joke about like hey uh, do your eyes work good enough for gun yeah and Dolph Lundgren's like it's okay I got a prescription scope yeah ha 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 good joke blah 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 <laughs> and then Fifty Cent goes hey look at this face don't shoot it by accident. And I'm like, is this a bad vision joke or a racist joke? That's yeah. exactly what I, I thought, too. I could not tell. I'm like, I was like, part of it felt like an innocent <laughs> bad vision joke. Right. Yep. Like, if you, if that if that joke was made by Kelsey Grammer's character, you, you know never it's a, a bad vision joke. Right. Exactly. But the idea of mistaking an uh, identity. Look at this face. Don't shoot me on accident. Yeah it, yeah. it unfortunately also plays into a racial stereotype, which is is kind of the weird thing, you know, to touch back on, uh, you know, the issue of canceled and, and, and our sensitivity as a culture. It's kind of a weird thing that we have to deal with now where we have to kind of question wait, was there an extra layer, and do I have to feel a certain way about that? You know? <laughs> oh, for sure. There's constant times where I'm like, oh, okay, wait, can we 
can we still laugh at that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'll tell you guys a, a quick story. I'm I'm working on a new bit. Uh, and I talked a little bit about this with new you and Brian. New bits. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote in my notebook. New bits. <laughs> there uh, you go. I, I, um, uh, I've got a new bit, and it's based on a, a thing that really happened to me in that if you're on a lot of social media and you're a guy, uh, sometimes you'll get hit up by, by people, I, I think mostly real people, but you never know, uh, as sex work solicitation. Right. Like hey, I, get you know, hit, I get hit up by cam girls. That has never happened to me. Does it really not? Never. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. Not once. I get scam messages a lot. Yeah. See, I don't get a yeah. ton of those. Never once gotten the the sexy time. Message. Well, I'll tell you, wow. it, it almost exclusively happens to me on Snapchat, and you're not mm. on Snapchat, are you? Nope. Yeah. See, Snapchat, I get friended by mm. girls, or, or they, you know, Snatch- claiming to be girls. Snapchat. Snapchat. Exactly. Yeah. And um, exactly it. And I. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, no, no hate for sex work. It's just not, sure, not sure. something I'm looking sex for. Sex work is work. This time, you know, yeah. But, um, you know, um, so I tend to just ignore it. Right. But they, they send a lot of messages because, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to get me. And, yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, I look like a Mark. I get it. That's cool. Mark but, ass buster. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark ass buster. <laughs> but um, I, um, uh, this girl, the messages started very uh, G-rated. Right. And, and, oh, yeah, and after like this. the third one, it got so racy that it's funny. Like yeah. how fast it went from like, hey, will you give me some love to like, this is what my body parts sound like when I'm doing this. And it's like, okay. Can I try and remember the quote? No, you cannot. No, you cannot. You can not steal my stage bit for our podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why you're doing my best it. shit on the internet. I do remember what it was, and it was very it was good. funny. It's oh, good. yeah. We'll tell you off mic. Yeah. <laughs> but in, 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 in trying to get laughs from this, the, there, the part of my brain that's trying to be a little more socially conscious popped up and was like, oh, shit, is it okay to keep getting the free messages? And Because they typically come with videos. She's often right. showing off her wares. And, right. And it's like, is that okay? I'm wasting this woman's time because I have no intent on ever <laughs> buying any services from her, you know? You have no intent on buying any vagina from this person. <laughs> not looking, yeah, I'm not looking to <laughs> rent any vagina time. So or or cam time or whatever because it's she's yeah, pushing I know, her I know, only I, fans, I'm, just, I'm only teasing, you know? but but then I, I remember too like listen I'm not replying to her I'm not leading her on I'm not saying hey baby show me more so yeah but it's I, just I, the silly things they say and you've already it, but like, I, I I wanted to make sure that I wasn't just being an asshole yeah. in trying to get the bit well I think that that once you see that same spiel repeated in different phone numbers that's when you know like. You're not wasting anybody's time. And that's time. what it was when I finally learned yeah. that when I started getting the exact same messages from different <laughs> In people. In sequential right. order. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, this is... That was where it was the most surprising, was yeah. it was literally like, same thing, yeah. same order. Yeah. I had that happen on Facebook with, uh, apparently, I found a lost dog. Oh. Actually, I found two in the same day, apparently. Wow. Yeah, because... You some, didn't know that you did? No, I did not realize That's I had tight. found a lost dog. That's cool, man. But two women... I can't wait to play with this with, dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two women, both with their boobs hanging half out on Facebook, wow. uh, messaged me the same day. And we had almost the same conversation uh, because apparently they had been out of town and I found their dog and they were going to come pick it up. But there was some problem with that. And so it was going to be tomorrow. And uh, it was a whole thing. And uh, I was just having fun messaging back and forth. And uh, I would carry I was carrying on two different conversations while they were carrying on the exact same conversation. Wow. Wild. 
And it was weird because I would say something and I would say two different things to both of them that I would expect to get two different responses. You'd get the same one. I would get the same response, but as I would read the response, I'd go, weirdly enough, it that is works kind with of respo- yeah. both. Wow. How does that? That is next level. Yeah. I'm like, these AI chicks are getting smart. Yeah. I never get the sex ones. I get ones like this where it says, Annie, I'm Naomi. Did you see the costume design I sent you? Yeah. <laughs> to which I respond, yeah, and it sucks shit. <laughs> yeah. On uh, Facebook, one thing I've been seeing lately is in the buy and sell groups. Like the one I see it the most in is the things for sale in Tulsa group. Mm-hmm. Is I'll see these scam messages where it's either the we need people to stuff boxes at Amazon $40 an hour, DM me for more info. And those are almost always a scam. Right. And the other one is the we are blessing people. Say thumbs up in the comments and I will send you a link to get, you know, free money or whatever. Yeah. And I just tear into these people in the comments. Just yeah, like, yeah. like you deserve cancer. Like, like just the most vile thing I can think of. Because to try and make it clear just what scum these are. Because the amount of people that respond like, oh, I want to be blessed. Thumbs up is insane. Yeah. Like the amount of folks that are falling for this is scary right now. Well, and what's, what's scary is it's not just the old folks that are falling for this. You know, it used to be scammers would go after old folks because old folks didn't know better because they had gotten out of the loop and and they were easy to fool yep and and now the scammers are so good at it if you will Mm -hmm. that they feel comfortable going after everybody so they're going after all ages my grandson gets scam messages on his social media my son gets them on his yeah Yeah. uh, it's funny though because Rhett's a chip off the old block. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, he'll fuck with him. It's really <laughs> fun. He'll either completely ignore it or he'll, like, send back one or two, like, just troll messages. Yeah. It's really yeah. funny. Well, and I mean, like, do you get... I, I'm sorry. I was going to say, this must be a one-sided conversation, one side of the table, because I don't get any of this stuff. You get nothing. Do you get, in, like, scams at all? No. Wow, that's no. great. I need your phone. Yeah. I see, I see them like in the in some of the groups that yeah. I'm in on Facebook, like the musician stuff, and all and that. And they'll share, you know, they'll pictures. Be like, oh yeah, here's you know, put up a picture of like a ten thousand dollar guitar, and they're like, my son passed away, so I want to gift this to somebody, uh-huh. you know. And it's yeah. it's always the same person, or it's the same guitar, and you see it over and over, and, yeah. and then they just keep trying to lure people into this whole. You're like nobody in the world's gifting that sixty whatever it's a, Les Paul. Exactly, it's a gold top Les Paul. Well, I'm just gonna give it away. Yeah, sure. Sixty seven. Is that a popular year? Don't yeah. ask me. I feel like it was probably. I mean, you know, sixty seven was sixty seven drop top Les Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you just throw in car things. Yeah. <laughs> 67, 68, whatever it takes. 67 drop top Les Paul custom with uh, with a Hemi. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hilton's like, I don't know. That could be that could be part of a guitar. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I'm just playing a hunch here. No, oh, that you might have got a new one. I thought no. you were playing Candy Crush. No, <laughs> Candy Hunch. <laughs> it's Candy Crush, but with a detective element. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a Candy Hunch. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, no expendables ain't taking me. I'm not <laughs> not, a, not yeah. even a little bit. This will be one where like whenever it's streaming, I might like on a day where I'm bored and high right. as hell, just like put it on, and laugh about it. I liked the first one. Oh, I had a great time watching the first one, and it's bad. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's, but it's, it's, it's explosion. Fun. It doesn't yeah. try to be good. I mean, is, is it even bad? Because it's very simple in the plot and storyline, mm. and it's executed fine. 
It's just not a bold movie. It's not. I a, mean, it's bad in that that whole plot and that whole thing in and of itself is kind of dumb and bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, but they, like I said, in the original, they at least were kind of knowing and doing that purposefully. And, right. You know, saying like, yeah, you know, we know this is only for fun. I thought the second one was okay. Yeah. I mean, it okay. wasn't terrible. I don't think. Now, I don't know if I saw it or not. I can't remember. Same. I feel yeah. like I did. But I have zero memory. Well, I don't actually remember it, but I remember seeing it and okay. going, okay, that was okay. <laughs> that's great. That's, whenever. Yeah. And that's probably why I haven't seen three is because I, yeah. it, it, like, nothing I can't remember two. It. So why would I bother with three? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen any of them. And I, I think it's just because I don't, I have so little free time because of all the other things I do. Yeah. Uh, brag. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, well, exactly. It's well, like, I wish it was bragging, but it's like, you know. You're, you're like, like I want to watch you, the expendables. I, I, would probably, I would probably kill for time to like watch movies like that that are kind of like mindless entertainment, yeah. just to kind of free myself from all the other things I have <laughs> on my plate. I'll tell plate. you what, man. Yeah. If you ever do have like just an afternoon where there's nothing going on and you're by yourself, like take a nap. Take one hundred. Take a nap. Yeah. Put on the expendables and drift off to sleep. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Duly noted. I will. Because you're you're a you're you're a husband and father as well, and and your son or or, or your your kids are involved in sports. Yeah. You're always busy with that as oh, well. Oh yeah. Damn. I'm the unintentional uh, coach of a soccer team. Okay. Unintentional. We, yeah, totally. I, That's I, the I never nobody, nobody else honest. was. Yeah, nobody else was there to fill the spot. Yeah, that, that is exactly what happened. I, uh, um, I played hockey growing up, so which is weird for Tulsa, Oklahoma. I assume, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I never played the sport of My soccer. My son played hockey. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it's the greatest sport ever. Yeah, I love hockey. I just had to figure out how to transition my knowledge of that yeah. into soccer. It is strikingly similar. Just with more players yeah. and a little bit, there's soccer's got more players and more rules. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not nearly as much ice. Right. Uh. <laughs> but, well, and it's a lot more spread out. Yeah. Hockey's a lot more like, you know, the uh, hockey rinks is very condensed. Um, and that's why there's a lot less players, but that's why there's a lot more contact. Yeah. It's a lot faster. Uh, yeah. Is, is, a lot is, less flopping. That's yeah. actually a lot less flopping in hockey yeah. there's no flopping in hockey <laughs> no i honestly don't know if i've ever seen a flop in hockey i have never yeah. seen a flop in hockey the fuck I, is a flop well you so get a flop is like say you and i are playing and you have the ball right None and, of this or, or, feasible. hold on hear me out <laughs> okay pretend hear got me it. out got it you're got a it. different person okay okay that likes sports Oof, gonna be hard and we're playing a sport Oof, this is a bit of a stretch so we're both going for the ball Right. And then we sort of kind of run into each other. That's but the only then part in so doing far that so believable. but then in doing so I go Whoa! Oh and fall down in an attempt to get a penalty called okay. on you. That's called a flop. There's a yeah. name for that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it, awesome. it ought to be called getting an Oscar because yeah. <laughs> some of these soccer players are so good at it, they will fool you right up until you watch it in slow motion and you realize, wait. They never touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't even close to each other. Me- meanwhile, this guy's rolling on the ground, writhing around, holding his knee. And you should uh, just just pull up like a, a flop compilation. Yeah, they, uh, they bring sports, out a stretcher, just write, like, haul him flop. off. 
and then three minutes later, he's back in the game. Oh, um, it's so funny sometimes, <laughs> like how over the top they are. Oh yeah. Say, make um, sure you put in soccer flop because if you just put in flop, there's no telling what you're gonna see. Fair. <laughs> Good call, Kevin. Yeah, let's thank Way you. We're to save the search history. <laughs> that's that's a dad for you. <laughs> hey, don't just type in flop, son. You're gonna fuck up your search yeah. history. Oh man. Uh, and head to head. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I love to he waits it. to see the reaction. Oh, he's flopping. I'll oh, flop I better too. do it too. And, and he pushes him first. Like before he reacted, he gave him a little. Also, he kind of looks like Corey Feldman. <laughs> Watch this. Not a touch. Whoa. Oh. Hey, he got me. They do it in basketball too. It drives oh, me yeah. nuts. And, yeah. and they all know they're doing it. it. Oh, Not yeah. All Everybody knows. I mean, Everybody knows it's, it's a cool great one. Leonard Cohen song. Yeah, we call them the soccer snipers because it's like these guys all got hit by a sniper. They just <laughs> drop. <laughs> like, oh, there's a sniper on the hill. Okay, yeah, he just took out another player. Back and to the left. And to the left. There you go. As you can see here, back. Look at this. Ready? And to the left. Bang. Nobody touches him. <laughs> back and to the offsides. <laughs> He's like, oh, he tripped me. Ah." That's amazing. I know. That's like if a ghost was playing. Yeah, these are like World Cup level players that are like pretending and doing all this. Well, here's the thing is a lot of us who took theater in college don't get to use any of those skills in our current job. So it's nice to see that some guys can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, <laughs> but he's still like, st- oh, what did he get hit in the face? No, okay. he didn't. He, oh, elbow. he, he elbowed the, the other elbow. Guy. He hit the other guy in the chest with his own elbow, and then <laughs> and then pretended to his face hurt. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> there's a sniper again. He got him. Slight head touch. Oh, he's down. Oh, the pain. I've been murdered. <laughs> Referee, I've been murdered. I, I have never watched soccer. Uh, I'm You're not, going to I'm now. I'm not sure I have, honestly. <laughs> Does this make you want to more or less? No change. Okay. You know <laughs> no, what? No I'll change. take that. Just as much uh, or Still not. just as neutral as you as were. Before. Apathetic to sports as you yeah. ever were. Okay, yeah, cool. But I, uh, I'm less threatened by athletes, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> you know. Are you a, a, just a hockey guy mostly, or do you keep up with any other sports? Uh, no, I'm a huge college football fan, okay. pro football. Uh, NBA? Not really. Damn, I've never been. I, well, I was okay. This I close, grew, Hilton. Sorry, I was buddy. so close. Sorry. You've I, got there are others. I grew you. up in the uh, Michael Jordan era, so it was Fair. like mm-hmm. you had of, to like it some. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved the Bulls back then. Yeah, just now, I it's kind of this whole flopping thing. I can't follow it. And oh man, I think there's. I still love the NBA so so much. Yeah, I get it though. Like, yeah, there is a lot of like flopping and shit, but I feel like it's one of the better sports organizations out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll take the NBA over the NFL all day long. Okay. What about FIFA? FIFA? Yeah. FIFA can fuck it fucking ass. <laughs> fuck its fucking ass. Fuck yeah. its fucking ass. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair. That's, that's, that seems, that, that, that's what FIFA stands fuck for. FIFA, yeah. Fuck FIFA. Fuck its fucking especially ass. Especially fuck the PGA now. Like, double fuck the PGA now. You heard about that shit, right? What? So they're joining with some Saudi company? Is that what Slip it is? Golf. It's a little bit deeper than yeah. that because yeah. for... Oh, well, for over a year, they were trying to sue for antitrust because Liv was 
it was basically like a non-compete thing they were claiming. Yeah. Um, and Liv was basically poaching all of the PGA players by giving them more money. Um, but the one thing to remember is that all of the money, the live money we're talking about, yeah. is blood money provided by Saudi government and Mohammed bin Salman. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The person who killed an American journalist and nothing happened and we're still like money please mm-hmm. um, so for a year the PGA was like fuck live they're dirty they're crooked everything about them is bad 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 and then uh, the end of the year hit and they live was like yeah but what about if I gave you like 40 billion dollars yeah. and the PGA was like JK we love Liv it's amazing how the them. bottom line of, a, of an account statement can influence exactly well and, and the, the worst part about it is, is not the corruption in it was the mind. grandstanding before it and yeah. uh, like we're so above this well and it's the unabashedness about it like mm-hmm. to, to go from that to this and obviously i'm just learning this there's plenty of details i'm sure i'm not privy to but that no one seems the need to keep these actions covert anymore. No. Mm-mm. They're they're happy to just do it in the public eye, maybe because they trust that the news cycle will move so fast it'll move on, or that they fear that the backlash or, or they feel the backlash won't be bad enough to care. There was a clip of the commissioner of the PGA at one point in an interview talking about how yeah, I can't understand how anybody could in good conscience take money from these people because they did 9-11. He's basically like, I don't, he's like, he. it was something along, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but it was basically something along the lines of taking money from these people is a slap in the face to the families of 9-11 survivors and victims. And then he took their money. Yeah. And it's such fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah he didn't mind slapping them in the face at that yeah, point. Yeah, he slapped yeah. them right in the face. Yeah. Well, and I, I listen, here's it's the disgusting. thing is I understand that sometimes people who n- are not into physical play can get into that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a completely different conversation. Yeah, yes, for it sure. Is. Yes, it is. I already kind of had my beef with golf in that it is a, a pretty racist sport in and of its entire existence, but well, I will say story. part, part of what I didn't know all the background, don't know all the background. I did watch some live golf, mm-hmm. and it made golf fun. Oh no! Which, which, unfortunately, uh, that that's sad to know that that was where it all came from. But uh, you know, the PGA is so stuffy and boring and just white. Yeah, it, I mean, very white, and and very white washes everything. Yeah, yeah. on and, purpose. Whereas live golf, it was like, uh, what's that tea uh, over in Arizona? Uh, the the oh, whole sixteenth hole at uh, the Waste Management Open. Yeah, sixteenth hole at Waste Management Open. It's this notorious party. They put up these grandstands. Everybody gets drunk, yells at the golfers. Nobody stays quiet. Nothing. I mean, it's just loud and obnoxious, and it's fun. It's Happy Gilmore Golf. How about this? Well, that's what Live Golf was the entire day. Wow. I'd be able to forgive that if it was like funded by like Vince McMahon. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know? Like, yeah. Okay, fine. Have your fun. Uh, but yeah, the the Saudi money, I'm like, 
it can be fun all, all you want, but I'm I'm I can't support it. Yeah, I get that. It'd be I like get that completely. Jeffrey Epstein starting some sort of professional sports league. Yeah, or, or yeah, having a, anything to do with children. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like youth a, a soccer. Youth, yeah, youth <laughs> soccer <laughs> league. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up, and they shouldn't have taken that money. And uh, yeah, fuck that. Um, we also watched the trailer for Elio. Yeah, Elio. Um, a movie Disney, about Pixar. kidnapping. Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> exactly. Child My abduction. first thought was in the fir- in the beginning of the movie was like, I know this kid's gonna go on a fun adventure and stuff, right. but like, man, we're really glossing over how panicked and <laughs> fucking scared his family. This is. mom is about to have the worst couple days of her life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the mom in Big, oh, that poor woman. Yeah, I forget the actress's name who just fucking destroyed that role. She was so good. Yeah, the mom in Big. I've oh, never seen Big. You've never You've seen, never seen big? big? No, no, I've not. I think oh. we had this conversation before. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, they're like, I mean, they kind of give you a little bit of like her fear and panic and right. all that stuff. But yeah, they're definitely not going to give you any of that in this movie. No, 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 no. Not at all. In fact, they set it up. Mercedes mom... Rule. How could I have forgotten yeah, Mercedes Rule? Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, in fact, they set it up so that you know that mom's so busy, she's probably not going to notice for most of the movie. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. And then, and then when she does, it'll be about the time he comes back. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which, 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 it looks neat. The kid is... The mom works for some kind of NASA-style organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is uh, learning that uh, extraterrestrials, after years of humans sending signals out into space, extraterrestrials are contacting us with a message. They say, send us your leader. Right then, her son calls her on her cell phone, and through some confusion and, and maybe technological, who, who knows what, the aliens think the kid is the leader of Earth, and they go and get him. Yeah, basically, they're like, bring us your leader, and then... She drops her phone while they're FaceTiming, and it hits the thing that makes it sync with the screens. And so they're like, "Oh, well, this must be the leader." I love. We're the fact going that, to steal him. I yeah. love the fact that the Council of Higher Intelligence Worlds, yeah, was so stupid that they thought the kid was the leader, <laughs> and that when they said, "What's the name of your planet?" he said, "Uh." Earth, and they were like, are you the leader of uh, Earth? Which, yeah, great, funny joke. Ha, ha, ha. But they're supposed to be super smart. Wouldn't they have already known the name of the planet? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Just fucking idiots. Exactly. You've been observing us for this long, and that's what you come up with? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Although it does kind of... supposed to be higher, higher intelligence <laughs> beings. The idea of confusion because of what Earth is sending out is kind of a trope for alien movies. I sure. Mean, even going oh, as yeah. back as far as... Was it Explorers with the three kids that make the homemade rocket? Yes. Yeah. That's a great movie. Ooh, yes, remember Flight of the Navigator? Sure. Yes. That's a, that's a, that one, uh, Elio reminds me of that because that's another situation where the kid's playing the game and he comes off as if he's a great star pilot. No, that's not Flight that's, of the Navigator. Oh, that's not Flight of the Navigator? You're thinking of Starfighter. Star, the last Starfighter. The last you're Starfighter. right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Flight Which of the Navigator, Flight of the Navigator is the one where the kid wanders into the spacecraft, That's that, the, and then the spacecraft comes to life and takes him on an adventure. Okay. And the spacecraft is sentient, and I remember there's that a one. bunch of little creatures in it and stuff. Love a creature. It's, Love a little creature. It's all in his head. Is it? Oh, is it? Is okay. Was it? Is it saying elsewhere? That part. Does it end up? Okay. (laughs) It's actually a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Okay. Because at the beginning of the movie, he wanders into the thing and it explodes, (laughs) and the rest of the movie is what you're seeing in the moments before he dies. In those microseconds before he dies, this is the thoughts that go through his head. Okay. Have you ever actually seen Jacob's Ladder? 
No, I have not. Not since college. That's what the premise forever. of the movie is. Oh yeah. Although maybe it was Flatliners. One of the Spoiler two. alert. Oh, Flatliners. Spoiler was a alert good for movie. Jacob's yeah. Ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't seen that 1989 classic. <laughs> That is now used to reference other scenarios in other movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I saw on a podcast they were talking about, uh, speaking of big, they were talking about the rap. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there was, uh, they played a clip from a talk show where uh, Hanks was on there and he did the rap. And then uh, he was talking about where it came from. And he was saying that it was a real thing that his son came back with from summer camp and uh immediately they were like oh do you think it was chet because <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i don't know if you guys know do you know about chet hanks no uh, he's a douchebag oh yeah oh. so much so that tom hanks is like really really wants to be like i don't know this guy oh no <laughs> yeah yeah chet see, Han- the chet only hanks one i knew was colin no, I bet it was Colin because Chet's too young. Ah. I feel like Chet's too young for the timing. Yeah, to work Colin, out. Colin was the actor. Colin Chet's was the rapper. But the the rap from Big, that's what they were talking about, and that's why they were like, "Do you think it was Chet?" Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. It was Chet's first rap. Um, but no, I, it was most likely Colin. But yeah, it, it was apparently a real thing from uh, from his summer camp. That's too funny. Yeah. Uh, Do not- you guys still have it memorized? No. No. No, I have the piano part memorized, but not doom, the rap. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> no, I heart mean the souls. jumping around. I, I can. Oh, I you can, can actually. I can j- actually jump around and play that. Kick ass. I I actually went to FAO Schwartz in New York just for that purpose because I knew one of the parts to uh, Heart and Soul. Okay. By jumping around on. That's awesome. I was I was a weird kid. Well, Do you I wasn't even I wasn't even that much of a kid when that came out. I was a weird person. Fair. Uh, so. We all still are. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the rap? Uh, no, I've never seen Big. Downtown, baby, downtown, roller coaster, sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet, don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, Cocoa Pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock, shimmy, shimmy, Cocoa Pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a Trisket, she said a Trisket, biscuit, ice cream and soda, pop vanilla on top. Ooh, Charlita, walking down the street ten times a week. I met it, I said it, I stole my mama's credit, I'm cool, I'm hot, suck you in the stomach three more times. Well, I'm glad you guys could be here for Flawless. Yeah. You know what? Now that now that you've done it, I remember it. Exactly. Yeah. I did I, I that it's, runs it's a deep uh, core memory unlocked. Well, yeah. that's that's one of those that runs through my head. I have songs run through my head all the time. But when somebody says something that reminds me of that, if it runs through my head so quick. Yeah. But I had no memory of where it was from. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. That's no big. memory. You thought Nelly great. did it, right? No, it's great. <laughs> if you had asked me, I would have told you Corey Feldman did it. On some it's movie. great because yeah. it was actually a really fun thing to use in that moment where you need his adult character to be able to prove to his friend that it's actually him. Yeah. And, you know, instead of the normal things that they use in that movie, they used that. And it was so unique and so cool. And then, like, the kid getting into it and starting to do it with him as he realizes it's actually him. That was fucking great. That was great storytelling. Yes, super it was. cool. Well, maybe yes, I'll watch that. Was. Last week I said I'm going to watch Shrek. Maybe I'll watch Big. Big's a fun movie. All right. Big's got yeah. problems, but it's a good movie. Okay. Have you Always not worth seen Shrek either? I've For seen sure. Shrek you never yeah. seen Shrek? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. How, do you, how do you run a podcast about movies and videos and things like this without having seen some of the greatest movies of all time? Uh, that's I, kind of I, part of our. Uh, I am the a hole opinion in the title. Yeah, it's part of our. Our charm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we're calling it. The charm. I was trying to work it. <laughs> it's 
kind of our charm. I was gonna say our thing, but I was like, make it sound better. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's okay. His his deal with Shrek. He's avoided Shrek the way I've avoided Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I still oh, managed yeah. to never see a Harry Potter movie. Let's well, yeah. see. I'm that way with The Office. I not that I'm avoiding see? it. I just have ma- never managed to watch a full episode of The Office. Man, it's a good show. Well, uh, should should you should. find one you want to watch, <laughs> I have a show where you should come talk about it. Ah. Actually, it would be interesting to have somebody come on and watch a really later episode. No, because then they'd be like, this show sucks. They might. They might. <laughs> Although we're, we're, I'm excited about tomorrow. Uh, we've, okay. We've got, because we just did a great episode. Um, we did. Double uh, Date. Yeah. You, you came on for Double Date, which was one of the best episodes of season six so mm-hmm. far. Uh, but I'm real excited for tomorrow. We've got Josh coming back for Murder. That's uh, one and, of my and not killing favorites. Josh, but the episode uh, called Murder, and that one. But is you're also going to kill. Josh. We are also unrelated to kill Josh. That's the that's the secret track. Um, <laughs> the the episode is not one that I liked originally because it's a kind of silly episode. But once you really understand what's happening, kind of the underlying story there, it has become one of my favorite episodes. It's of the always show. been one of my favorites. It's it, it is a very good one, and I, I'm excited to get into it because we I think we're finally hitting the point where season six is really starting to click for me. So so quick little the, uh, P4 plug in there. I'll just say that like the com- the, the the comedic structure of the scene where Pam does the accent and Andy critiques her accent and is like. Well, what you're kind of doing like a Florida panhandle thing when what you really want is like a Georgia thing, like molasses sort of spill. And then, and then for Kevin to go, cool, now do Swedish chef. And he says, I'm not familiar. What province is he from? Hilarious by itself. And then Kevin, as sure as he can be that he's ever been right about anything, says, he lives on Sesame Street, dumbass. <laughs> That is one of my favorite jokes from the series. Yeah. Like, it's wow. so good. It's a good one. It's so good. Yeah. Because like it was already funny when Andy was like, I'm not familiar. What province is he from? It probably could have stopped there. Uh-huh. And then Kevin, he lives on Sesame Street, dumbass. Uh, just the, how sure he is, too. And I love it. it and, I and love that bit. It's a good combination of scenes and moments like that. Great character moments. Yeah. And then a great kind of through line in the story that is carrying the, the greater narrative. So yeah. It's not to get super No, there's lots of There's lots of little show. things. Yeah, there's lots of little things in that episode that are but, very good. So. But anyway. Um, Elio looks like a lot of fun. I do very much want to find out why our little young lead has... Um, the eye patch. I do too. Yeah. I wondered the same thing. It feels like it has to be referenced. Yeah. Right? They can't just be like, put him in an eye patch and don't say anything. <laughs> Although that has kind of been a thing that we've seen more and more of, especially in animated films, is putting characters with some kind of, um, you know, I don't want to say disability, but just unique challenges as prominent characters. And True. I, I don't. And maybe the gift is not referencing it. Yeah. And or they, that it's not maybe a big there's deal. a Red Rider BB gun in the corner. Right. I don't like talk it's about just, it. It's just never mentioned. It's just sitting over <laughs> just there. Sitting in the corner. Exactly. And at one moment, he walks by it, kind of looks at it, and his mom goes, I fucking told you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or he just looks at it and says, Never again. <laughs> I really did put my eye out. See, uh, fun fact that's a deep cut. Yeah. Elio is a uh, an unofficial sequel to a Christmas story. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. It's Christmas story three. Yeah, it is a Christmas story three because the Did second you know one came it? out. Yeah, it was like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It was, was semi recently. I couldn't watch it. No, I started it and it wasn't very good. Yeah, and I felt sad. I wasn't even going to try. <laughs> so I stopped yeah. it. 
Yeah, I turned it off because I was like, no, I need my memory of this to be pristine. Yep, the first one was so classic, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't even bring myself to watch the second one. That's like yeah. um, when they did the new Coming to America. I was kind of in that boat. Like, that was such a classic. Couldn't movie. bring myself to watch that Same. either. See, I watched Too scared that of one. it being bad. I yeah. watched that one mostly because I knew somebody in it, and so oh, cool. I, I wanted to see where they were in the movie. Yeah. That, oh, right on. That's who, one thing we haven't touched it? about. Tori Ruffin. Okay, yeah. Okay. I knew that. That's yeah. right. Okay. Tori's awesome. Tori's great. And we, we haven't touched to on that. You, you've been working uh, in front of the camera more, uh, doing, doing a little bit of acting and extra work. I have. I have. I think the last time we had you on, you had just done the... Was it Tulsa, uh, Tulsa King? King? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. Tulsa King last year. I also did Reservation Dogs last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the previous season of Reservation Dogs. I've got it, done a couple of things that have been on Pure Flix. Nice. Which uh, is not a porn channel, by the way. Oddly it, it enough. It is a Christian channel. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And yet they let me on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that's that been fun. Uh, the, I mean, the check clears, so that's what matters. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's can... it's been it's been fun to be on camera. I oh, bet. Yeah. I bet. And I, oddly enough, I, I get a weird amount of screen time for the amount of time I'm there to shoot. Really? Yeah, because most background actors just don't get that much screen time. Yeah. But Are you talking about the pure flick stuff or just in general? In general. Oh, nice. In general. It has it has amazed me because, you know, I've I've got friends that have done it with me uh, and shot at different places as background actors. And we'll... I can tell you why. We'll watch and... and They'll have to look for their arm or mm-hmm. their shoulder or, oh, that's my hair. Yeah. And, and yet I, I manage to get on screen every time, it seems like. You're a more, uh, you're a more standout set piece. A, a, a caricature, if you will. Not even, I wouldn't Make, even go yeah, so far I, as to it, say that it's for a caricature thing. It's just that you stand out more than most of the just bland extras that all kind of look like. Okay, your, I know your I'm, I'm heavier cousin. than most of the other extras. I know, I, I know. <laughs> well, I hair and the beard more, more than anything. Yeah, the, the hair and the beard for sure. You you have a striking look, and uh. you've really been cast well. At least in, in the stuff that I've seen the most has been Reservation Dogs and Tulsa King. Reservation Dogs, I've seen you as one of the the, the bar patrons. Yeah, I that was that was the running joke on Reservation Dogs for the first year. Yeah, was if there was a bar, there was a CR. Right, mm-hmm. because oh, I love that. I, every bar scene, I'm there somewhere. But, but I was gonna say yeah you there's a certain look of that extra that that they're trying to get and you have Which, the best version of it not that every bar i've walked in has had a long hair bearded guy chilling in the corner but that is a great guy to have chilling in the corner that I've, is that I've is never a bar been in, trope i've never been into a dive bar that didn't have one right that yeah. is true and and, and on the <laughs> flip and, and and this one has been such fun for me because uh just knowing what uh what a kind and 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 Generous, pleasant, wonderful, delightful human you are, who who does who always has a smile when I see you in Tulsa King. You're this fucking menacing presence. I, I have to tell you, our my buddy John at the cigar shop, he saw that and he came over to me and he goes, "Dude, you are one hell of an actor, right?" I'm like, "Why do you say that?" He goes, "You looked really tough and scary on that show." And I know you. <laughs> you and a couple other guys are really like standing around in one scene in particular, in a couple scenes, but in one scene in particular where they're, what's his name from Party Down? Uh, the, the actor with the glasses and the, and the Martin, long chair. Uh, Martin, Martin Starr. Yeah, Martin, Martin Starr. Martin Starr is being, uh, you know, spoilers, he, he's kind of being a, a tortured or about to be tortured. Interrogated. Stuff, interrogated. And you're standing there looking kind of down on it as one of the, the kind of the heavies. Right. Uh, and it is intense to the point of like, 
uh, just to share some behind the scenes, my, my mother uh, just moved here, and she's been a big fan of your comedy and a big fan of you as a person for she's years She's a sweetheart. Now. Yeah, she always loves getting a chat with you when we see you out and about. And I called her in the room because I'm watching that episode, and I go, recognize anyone? And it took her a while. <laughs> and you're not the kind of guy that blends in. No, not but at all. Your whole body language was so different. And obviously, you're not talking. You got you certainly got a recognizable voice. <laughs> right. But And it took her a few minutes. And she's like, even when she finally got it, it wasn't CR. It was CR? <laughs> I can't wait for the first time that, like, the, the production crew was like, man, I really like this guy's look. Like... Let's give him a couple lines and then, <laughs> and, then, and then watch him go. And then this comes out. <laughs> and they're like, thank God we have AI. They're, they're going to dub like, you faster than Ray Park. I was going to say, they're like, uh, exactly. we're going to give you two lines. You're still going to be able to get your SAG card, but they're going to be ADR. <laughs> it's, like when, it's like Phantom Menace when they're like, you know, Mr. Park, as, as Sith leader Darth Maul, we need you to say that the, the, the Jedi are, are gone. All right, the Jedi are going to what? And let's get a voiceover. <laughs> no. I mean, they're doing that with an entire character in Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. Oh, are they? Uh, yeah, so the wrestler Samoa Joe uh-huh. is playing uh, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Okay. And uh, But Will Arnett is the, doing the voice. Oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, the original Mad Max was completely overdubbed yeah. because... because uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's voice it's so anti-Semitic. Was so, it, yeah, it's so anti-Semitic that they couldn't they let it on no, the screen. It was just—it was all anti-Jewish slurs. <laughs> yeah, the entire time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Weird too, you know. Was, uh, but yeah, his Australian accent was so, so strong you, he couldn't be understood. Yeah, and so they went over and voice dubbed the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. Outlander. We have your woman on that dock. <laughs> I can't hear that without thinking of South Park. I know, though. me too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of South no, Park. No more talk. We go in. We fight. <laughs> Speaking of South Park, who wants to do a road trip to Denver to go to Casa Bonita? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down. I'm hella down. I mean, down. let's do it. Well, I would and, so go. Or let's get a petition going. There was one here they could yeah. save, too. There, There is. Let's, there come there on, is. guys. And they ought to. Yeah. Is it still salvageable, or have they turned it into other things? I don't even know. I've been turned. Turned into other things and then returned into other yep. things, and mm. I haven't been inside. It still in has years. like the facade, right? Yeah, the facade still. No, is it? they have torn it down since. Oh. They have at least gutted it. Okay, so Man. it's it probably co- gone for good. Yeah. Remember Crystal's Pizza that was right yes. next to it? Loved Crystal's really? Pizza. Yeah. Their movie theater always showed yeah. either cartoons. Three Stooges cartoons or old silent movies like uh, uh, what's his name, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the I kid. loved that room. Me I could too. just spend hours in there. Yeah. Everybody else was spending money playing video games. I was just sitting watching movies. Yeah. That was just a Tulsa thing, right? Was yeah. Crystal's no, no, no. Was they, they had them, uh, sure. I, I was living in Abilene, Texas, and we had yeah. a Crystal's oh, Pizza. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, cool, the exact cool, same cool. thing. Huh. It was probably awful nice. pizza, but we loved it because you could go play video games yeah. and watch yeah. movies and all that stuff. It was it like... Was, uh, I it, thought it was a one-off. Nope. It was like Chuck E. Cheese without the animatronic nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was a bunch of those. Because you all had a Shotgun Sam's here, I yeah, think. Yeah, we had a yeah. Shotgun Sam's. That was, another one that, that was another one that we had down there, too. That it's It funny. was out in South Tulsa, okay. where the rich people live. <laughs> North mm-hmm. Texas? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm also a foodie. It's one of the ah. one of my other, I guess, drawbacks. But is I'm on these like Tulsa food pages and stuff oh, man. Yeah, so yeah. they'll put up oh you know this restaurant was here and i'm like oh, we had those in texas at the I, I thought they were one-offs to us right right then i find out no they're Same more regional you, you thought it was only yours yeah You're like yeah. oh shit i thought that was our thing <laughs> yeah man the, the tulsa food pages are wild 
They're, some of them are pretty fun. Some crazy yes. posts on some of those. Do you, are oh, you on yeah. the Tulsa restaurant reviews? Yes. That is a oh trash. Do you have a favorite, like a go-to, like the one that you're like, I'm going to go there first for when I need to go. Like where I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to have dinner. Like a restaurant? Just like, like, or like, no, no, one of the groups one of like the group. they, oh. that you think gives the most consistently good recs. No. <laughs> no. I think they're all just they're horrible. All the yeah, they're all shit shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Okay, it is. cool. Yeah. I, I can tell you, uh, he is the group to go to when you want a good restaurant. To know where nice. to go. I mean, Excellent. seriously, if there's a new restaurant open, he's tried it. Yeah. He he knows, not only does he know the food, he knows the people that cook the food. Mm-hmm. Cool. He knows all of the ins and outs. So he is my reference anytime. And now my cousin. That doesn't surprise me, especially talking about the way you are with people, the way you're just a good talker. Yeah. You know? Well, now my cousin fully believes in that because we were on a road trip a couple of years ago in Texas. Yeah. And uh, I w- we were running down the road talking about trying to find a place to eat so what do i do i message kevin yeah because kevin knows food i mean sure i'm in texas but kevin knows food uh-huh. so i text kevin and we're going to we're sweet sweetwater sweetwater okay. and he recommended this place what's the name of the place miss allen's so it is nice it is home style cooking you sit at family style tables no matter i mean you're sitting with strangers yeah yeah. and it's basically all you can eat because i don't know how they charge you but it wasn't enough for what we did uh but they just keep bringing out food and you just take whatever they bring out they just bring out bowls of whatever it may be fried chicken yeah they don't even have a menu oh so you don't order there's no no, there's no menu yeah you just sit down and, and you're just gonna eat whatever they made that day so it's it's like a you get what you get going to someone's house, right? Wow, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's just all you can eat. They just keep bringing bowl after bowl. And I bet that's it, the worst type of place for me because I eat like a fucking four year old. Right, <laughs> same. Man. Well, but it was it was so good. My cousin now, anytime we're going anywhere, he goes, "Hey, message your buddy and see if he knows any good uh, restaurants." Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, my go to was when I was over at Fox Twenty Three. You know, I, I was I was close with uh, James Adelot, our chief meteorologist. Yeah, yeah. There. And he, besides being a, a, a great a great you know weather guy, is he's a he's a private pilot. He he owns his own oh. plane. Oh. So he flies all over the region, and he's a foodie, too. So he's always been my go-to. When I go somewhere new, I'll hit James. I'll be like, hey, what, what's to eat around here? And he'll send me back a short list. Uh, you made the list Living now, up Kevin. to his uh-huh. last name. Yeah. yeah. Ate a lot. James ate a lot. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> that disturbs me. I worked with that man for a decade and never thought of that. I uh, let you all down. I am sorry. Wait, really? Hilton yeah. Price, former comedian. Is that oh. the first time you've heard that? Oh, oh I've Just called now? him. He's been James late a lot. He's Jim James. He, he uh, pl- uh he played a lot. He's been so many things. Doesn't get laid oh. a lot, but he does. Uh, the ate a lot has not. You're happened. welcome for the joy you're gonna feel the next time he says his tummy hurts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like, yes, this is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so, Kevin, uh, but back here in Tulsa, do you have any newer places that you'd recommend? Oh, good. That, that you recently learned about? Uh, Nomad Barbecue Deli, 31st and Harvard. Really? Okay. Okay, it's, that's right around the corner. Yeah, it's yeah. right down here. Really cool. Uh, they. Cook everything on Hasty Bakes, which is a local uh, uh-huh. grill company for yeah. people that don't Super know. Super popular, too. The exactly. Oh, they've been, their expansion and growth has been gigantic in yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just recently, they started a uh, thing called the uh, Grill Fest. Uh huh. Yeah. You guys had just it, played that. Yeah. They had it the first year in their parking lot and they had so many teams, they had to expand it. So they moved it to the University of Tulsa campus. Yep. Yeah. And had it in one of the ovals there. And now they're, 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 Considering, I guess, expanding it to like, 80 yeah, because their teams, home base is right is, over there at Lewis, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. by to you. Yeah. Yes, so yeah, that so, makes sense. That's awesome. But that yeah, to you was jumped on board. Sorry, no, no. It, it's this new uh, restaurant 
uh, that's what they do. They cook everything on those hasty bakes. So nice. It's called um, Nomads? Nomad Barbecue Deli. Okay. okay. So think deli sandwiches, but all the meat is freshly smoked in-house. Ooh, so yes. like pastrami <laughs> and ham and God all that. damn. Oh, so that, good. You just made my lunch place. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, even the, like they do sides, they do like whole fried okra and, uh, homemade potato chips and, nice. oh yeah, it's really, Ooh, really Homemade cool. potato chips are underrated, man, or like underappreciated oh, if yeah. they're done well. And if you, yeah. if you ask them real nice, they'll even put some like blue cheese and some buffalo sauce on those chips. Ooh, Ooh wow. Dude, okay. So yeah. good. Man. All right. Damn. Have you done, uh, Oak Heart barbecue? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I've that's, heard about uh, that that's my, yeah. that's my buddy's place. That's, uh, that's oh, really? Tulsa, yeah, right? Chris. Isn't that a little yeah. bit north of us? It's uh, it's over on Third and uh, Utica. Okay, yep. over okay. near the church studio where okay. Leon Russell recorded. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. it's great. It's uh, on uh, Church Row. It's a a good, a good representation of Central Texas barbecue. So, yeah. which is a little bit different. It's mostly just salt and pepper, but they do really high quality meat and they smoke it right. Nice. right. Have you met uh, Chris over there? I believe I have, Chris but I, I don't know who he is. So, I believe I met him one time when I went in because I think he was the guy. That walked up and he goes, let me guess, brisket, fatty end. And I went, <laughs> how do you know? Tattoo, a lot yeah. of tattoos. Uh, so, yeah, I think so. I think it's Chris's buddy who owns it. And they were in a band together. And, okay. they, and, and so I forget Chris's role in the joint, but shout out to them. They, they do good stuff over Very there. Very cool. Definitely. One of my yeah. favorite things is their cheese grits. Yeah. You get some chopped brisket and throw it in the cheese grits. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got some so good, good food wrecks, folks, yeah. if you're in the Tulsa area. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more question then. Uh, and I'll give you, you can do either one or both if you really want. I want to know your favorite burger or your favorite pizza in Tulsa. Mm. Ooh, that's good. Um, favorite burger is the tavern. Really? Downtown. That burger is fucking good. That is good. a Man, damn good burger. Really Especially good after burger. like 9 o'clock when it goes half price. Right. right. A brioche That's bun that with them little, spot, yeah. little skinny fries. You know That's what? Good. I've never gone back from a brioche bun. If I'm, really? make, if I'm making burgers, mm-hmm. I'm bun. buying a brioche bun every yeah. time. Right. Yeah. Every cool. time. Pizza is a hard one because it, there's so many. It's like Mexican food. There's so many different types. Yeah. yeah. So if it's Chicago style, I got to go Savastano's. Okay. Okay. I mean, sure. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a New York style, so you got a you got a New York preference. New York, uh, Umberto's is hard to be. It is. Mm-hmm. That's a great choice. I mean, Umberto's is good. I'm uh, I'm actually a really big fan of Empires. I yes. am too. Empires real good. I should uh, point out MCA. Umberto's also uh, is 31st in Harvard, right by the Nomads yeah, uh, Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, weird. So. It's maybe a hot spot for good food or something. Yeah, I'll tell becoming you, one, I guess. I was just there this morning. I went to a diner, Ted's Diner. Uh, yes. It used yes. to be Phil's, and that was Phil's. good. Yeah. I, real good. I'd never been there before, and that was real solid too. Yeah. So, if you're my next food, question go, is: Go park at 31st in Harvard. Just if throw we're a talking rock. about yeah. the different types of pizza, then you've got your gas station pizza, right? Casey's gas station pizza. Is far better than it has any business being, and their breakfast pizza is the is the hidden gem. Yeah, I keep hearing it is that. amazing. They have yeah. a triple pepperoni now. Yeah, really big fat deli peps, old school raggy peps, cup and curls. Cup and curls. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking incredible. That's much makes you feel like you're working out when you so eat a cup and curl. I've told this story. I've told this story. I've told this story a few times, but uh, my my wife and I were driving around doing errands one day. <clears throat> you know, going shopping, doing a bunch of stuff, and we needed to stop for lunch. Yeah. And so we were trying to think of places to stop. And as we were driving, we see a Casey's, and she goes, "Let's go to Casey's and get pizza." And my <laughs> response was, "The gas station." <laughs> and she goes, "You don't understand. Their pizza is insanely good." 
Yeah. And I was like, I've had gas station pizza. It's okay at best. <laughs> Guys, I cannot stress it enough. It's yeah. next yeah. level good. Man. Yeah, it's good it's pizza. fucking gnarly right. good. Yeah. If, if I wasn't going to Nomads immediately yeah, no, after sure. this show. <laughs> that's the downside, though, is that we don't have one close. Like, you got to be either There's in one Broken out, like, Arrow. Jinx or Jinx. You yeah. have one pretty close to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jinx. But Jinx that's my one. fault of buying 20 years ago in South Tulsa. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, and then there's one Casey's that's like 71st and what is it, Garnett, Garnet. but they don't have the kitchen because they took over like a come and go or something. Oh, really? So they don't have the pizza there. And then um, I, I got to say, I haven't tried it yet, but a friend of the show, Trevor Carrion, is always talking about On Q, and he says their pizza at On Q locations is real good. No? No, no okay. I haven't had their pizza. You know no, what? I've no. had food from On Q, and it's pretty okay, but like... Casey's Pizza will make that pizza like trash. Wow. Okay. Damn. Trash. Yeah. Man, do I really want barbecue today? <laughs> <laughs> Think on this. Who says you have to pick one? Right. Hey, that, the, that is a damn good point. It is the weekend. I need to live it up. N- not that they've sponsored us because they fucking haven't. But if yeah. you get the Casey's app, you can pre-order your pizza. Yeah. And you can even get it delivered. Uh, Casey's, you you can pay us to say that, by the way. Please pay us to say that. I will happily take sponsorship money. Love the money. I would just do it for free pizza, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. You get six months of free ads for two larges. <laughs> oh, you're really underselling yourself. I was just, I'm just hungry. <laughs> that's always the worst when you're like, oh man, I'm so hungry. I would make a really bad deal right now. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize how hungry I was till we started all. I know, this, right? right? Yeah. Should we pick it and plug it so Let's we can get some food? Guess Let's do. Food picks and plugs have already been candled. <laughs> yeah, so. right. We already got our food wrecks. Um, I, I can go first. Um, go ahead. Uh, let's get, I'm going to talk about a, a, a fun pick. I'm going back into comics, man. I've been doing a lot of new comics, and it's not just to promote my comic book show, OK Geek, which has semi-regular episodes. I hope you come check it out. But I've been reading the new uh, Shazam comic book. Oh, yeah. Written by Mark Wade. Who you is mentioned a, that to me, I think, before. The, did right? I? I? Maybe. Hopefully I didn't do it as a pick before. No, no, no. Uh, I think that you mentioned that, that there's a new, new It's one. been so good. Um, we're two issues in, and I'm not a Shazam guy. I still haven't seen the movies. Uh, Shazam, of course, originally called Captain Marvel. We watched uh, the rewatched the first one last night. Ironically enough, yeah? I don't know. The irony is not. And the I right hear it's word, good. It's got good scores. Coincidentally, yeah, coincidentally, yeah. Uh, uh, isn't it ironic? It is fun. I don't it, think I liked the movie uh, yeah. quite a, a little bit. too ironic. Yeah, don't you think? Don't you think it's uh, like rain? The book was silly uh, and fun. And here's the thing: when Shazam, when, excuse me, when Captain Marvel was an ongoing book originally, it was produced by Fawcett Comics back in the 30s, like back in the early days of Superman and Batman. Originally, then it was bought by DC. Uh, Fawcett Comics was absorbed by DC and those characters, and that's why DC has a character called Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after years of, of rights disputes back and forth, back and forth between the two comic book publishers, they finally agreed to just call him Shazam, which of course does lead to the issue. You know, in in the story world, he says the word Shazam to change back and forth from his adult superhero persona to his uh, child secret identity. The problem is, how so do you, does everybody else? Yeah, well, and also, how do you say your name? Should someone be like, hey, what's your name? Shazam. Oh, now Boom. I'm a kid again. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't make a ton of sense. So now in this But new don't book, the other characters also say that? They do, too. So now yeah, you can't okay. even, like, get his attention and be like, hey, Shazam, crap, <laughs> I'm a superhero now. <laughs> no, I mean, don't they say that word to turn into their... Because they're... In they the, all say Shazam to okay. change. Yeah, okay, thank yeah. you, thank you. That's what I was trying to remember. So in the new book, not only does he have a, a, a new name, the Captain, which is very dumb. 
Uh, but uh, the book... His new sidekick, Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> Love will keep us together. some. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the book has been, it has really embraced the kind of silly superheroics of the 1930 stories. Like in the first issue, the kind of like, you know, a, a good comic starts kind of mid-action scene to kind of rope right. you in. And the adventure he's on is he is, uh, he is stopping a rampaging group of T-Rexes who turn out to be extra smart, verbal, like they can talk. And they're aliens. So they're alien T-Rexes from another planet who are super smart. And okay. and, and that's the kind of silly, wacky yeah, ideas yeah. that the original comic would have. And it's done in a way that is both embracing that silliness, but still telling a, a cohesive, believable narrative that has been fun and, and, and still... And not felt like it was talking down to me, not felt juvenile. Mm. And that's really the credit to Mark Wade, who's a writer who's been re- doing comics for decades and has um, uh, gone through some BS and really come out the other side. We talked a little bit about people coming back from canceling. And, yeah. and he really proved himself to be an asshole online for a couple of years and kind of got blacklisted because of it. He's been finally given another chance. I've talked on this show about how good his world's finest run is featuring Superman and Batman. And every book he has done since then, whether it was the Batman versus Robin uh, run, which was a limited series or this new shazam has been so good so i i really got to give a shout this is not a character i cared about this is not a writer i expected to be reading again and these are not the types of stories i'm typically into but this has been great nice so and i'll get into it more on my podcast if you want to check it out over there and over on the plug side join us over at the starlight comedy night every uh second friday of the month we've got a fantastic lineup so far i've only got one person i can tell you about but she is a get because i've got casey malone back on stage nice. here in tulsa <laughs> Super psyched uh, to see Casey is performing again. She has been one of the funniest in Tulsa for many years, and I'm super thrilled to have her back on that show. Very cool. Yay. Uh, CR, got a pick and a plug for us? Uh, well, as far as picks go, my my pick would be an old one. Uh, Love it. On, only because it uh, recently finished its run, and that is The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. It was spectacular, and the way it ended was just mm, chef's kiss. Great. It was really good. Uh, if I can do another pick. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You, I, I have a couple. Yeah. I, have, I have thrown this out on our podcast, The Smoky Guys. I'm going to go ahead and mention that once. Yeah, we haven't even talked about we that. We mentioned it a few more times. We have podcast plugs. as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, we, can go, we can delve into it. We can expand a little bit when we talk about it. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, something I talked about there that I have seen recently is a video, a music video, by a guy named Ren. Uh, it's called High Ren, and like he's just R E N R E N. That's his name, and he is he's kind of a, a musician rapper okay. from England. But this video, he he's kind of in his own mind talking back and forth to himself, hmm. uh, very much like Eminem and some others have done. But he even references that within the song. It is such a good song and such a good video. I just, I have to, anytime somebody's talking about music videos, I have to go, hey, have you seen Ren? Ren, okay. So I don't know anything else by him. I don't know anything about him. He could be the most awful person in the world. Yeah. But that video is good. (laughs) Well, that's that's kind of how we said it should work. So yeah, exactly. Let's let's learn about Ren, and then maybe we'll we'll go from what we find out. Well, Uh, and as for my pitches, um, I've got a show coming up next weekend uh, in Owasso uh, with Angela Teague. Uh, Follow my Facebook to get details on that because I will be honest. 
I don't know the details right now. C.R. Parsons comedian? C.R. Parsons comedian or C.R. Parsons comedy on all the social medias. Um, Also, uh, it's a little ways away, but I want to go ahead and pitch the Blue Hill Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, That is a huge comedy festival that we have here in Tulsa. It'll be the last weekend of July, correct? Last weekend of July this year. uh, And and it's always great. We bring in great comedians. We've got uh, Saturday Night Live comedians. folks here this year we've had saturday night live folks several years oh yeah, yeah. Uh, including one of our own homegrown saturday night live folks yeah uh, Stephen Stephen castillo. castillo yeah so uh the list of credits i've gotten from doing blue whale is i oh yeah absolutely and the amount of awesome Precious. comics we've had a chance to meet to work mm-hmm. with you know we, we we've done two live shows with the festival now it yeah, is as a, as a, a great great experience yeah, yeah. and uh my buddy uh, uh, Rick Shaw and I do a uh, breakfast or brunch show, yeah, uh, which is a lot of fun. We we take comedians and we throw them on into the deep end mm-hmm. because we give them a topic to talk about and they have to cook something at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it is last year we did it and it was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to bring that back again this year. Awesome. And it's going to be a great set of lineup. So uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. The Blue Well Comedy Festival is always a blast. Uh, I, I've had the chance to perform there, like we were saying. And and this year I didn't even apply and I'll be uh, I'll be in the crowd watching. So, oh. so it'll be fun to, uh, to, yeah, to, I, to, I, to hang and watch. <laughs> well, it'll be the first year that I'm not there in some way, shape, or Perform. Well, y'all will y'all get to just enjoy it instead oh, yeah. of actually having Which, to do something. That's been my thing. I've actually taken every other year off. Oh yeah, yeah. I always do a year and then I sit out a year, uh, uh, and it's fun to just get to come and see you guys and be a fan. Which, that's is, awesome. which is something I don't always get to do. So very cool. Yeah. Uh, BlueWallComedyFestival.com. Go mm-hmm. there and get your tickets. They are already on sale. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then let's talk a little bit about your podcast Tell, or the, the the video podcast. Yeah. 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 I call it a video podcast. Yeah. We're, we're putting it up on YouTube. Uh, eventually, it will probably be an audio as well. So we'll do both platforms. Uh, but it's something we started. It, we're in uh, episode, episode 14, 15, 14, 15, 15, somewhere in there. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we- weekly, semi-weekly. What's the schedule? Uh, roughly it's weekly. Okay. I, that, I, I can relate. Yes. I do all of the editing, and my schedule is not exactly empty. Yeah. So uh, I, I cannot guarantee exactly when they come out, but I try to put them out on Mondays or Tuesdays yeah. of each week. Uh, but the idea is, it's the Smoky Guys. Kevin and I are both big cigar guys. Mike, why didn't we take that name? Just. And never mind, never mind. mind. (laughs) Legal stuff. Gotcha. (laughs) But Kevin and I are both big cigar guys, and and we love... Different kind of cigar. That's That's why. There you go. There you go. (laughs) We we love sitting around at cigar bars or cigar lounges and the conversations that happen. Yeah. Because you never know where a conversation is going to go. You never know who you're sitting there with. I've sat next to Grammy-winning musicians and not known it for the first hour and a half we were sitting there because we were talking about other things. So we, we always thought it was so great, the conversations that happen in cigar lounges. So we want to bring that to YouTube. And so we try to be a little bit educational every once in a while, throw some information in there. But other than that, it's often he and I sitting around, or we often have guests, including uh, comedians and musicians and just We've had law enforcement. We've had just the regular random uh, Joe. I mean, just just some guy that was sitting in the bar when we were happened to be there. And we're like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? So he just jumps on with us. Well, that's great. Um, but it is it. 
to kind of go, I guess, piggyback off what you were saying, these we found over the years of doing this that we have the most interesting conversations in these in these establishments because again we're all we're all there for the same purpose which mm-hmm. is to smoke cigars but you may be sitting there having a conversation with someone who has the polar opposite idea as you or polar opposite opinion as you but there's something about smoking a cigar makes it just the most civil yeah we disagree but we can get along i like that there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a different opinion and that's what we're trying to get across is it's okay to disagree. Yeah. It's how we treat each other as human beings. I've had that happen with a joint. A lot of times you guys, it's kind of a similar <laughs> thing. It's, it's, it's yeah. a, it's an equalizer of it sorts. Is. Yeah. It is. Um, uh, my very first ever week emceeing, uh, was one of the biggest lessons I ever got on that because, uh, I emceed for the Raging Cajun, uh, yeah. John Morgan, John Morgan. Uh, we couldn't be more polar opposites. Uh, I mean, He's not like super off the deep end right, but he's far, far, far more to the right than I am. Yeah. However, we had a lot of huh? <laughs> that ain't hard. Fuck off. <laughs> we had a lot of um really good and very, very civil conversations about things that are normally tough to talk about without getting heated. Right. Um, and a lot of it was because the whole time we were smoking weed together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's one of the things that we've kind of gotten away from it. And, and there's so more people have talked at length and better educated about this than me, but the idea that we have let the uh, emotion and anger uh, precede uh, the details yeah. in these disagreements. Well, and what bothers me is that's that's part of why I wanted to wanted to go into law, yeah. wanted to get a law degree and practice law because I thought of lawyers as being <coughs> the people that would go into court, argue to the nth degree, and then go out and have a beer together. Yeah, and it's not that cordial. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it may it may have been thirty years ago. Yeah, but it is definitely not now. Uh, you know, now the, the arguments you see in court are the same arguments that happen outside of court and it's no fun because I, I love a good debate and, and I love having those deep and difficult conversations and then going, Hey, great hanging out with you. I, there is never any ill will after those conversations. Yeah. But that just doesn't seem to be the case with most folks. It's because it used to be that both sides were operating in good faith, whether or not they agreed or disagreed. Now there's a lot less good faith in arguments, not only in the law, but especially in politics. Right. And when you have one side that's openly operating under the assumption that... Bottom line, I'm saying these things, but I don't care if they're true or not. I'm supporting my team, my tribe, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, like a perfect example is there's a Jordan Klepper clip where he was talking about having a conversation with a woman, uh, a, a Trump supporter, and basically asking, uh, she was saying, um, talking about a, a case, and um, he was saying, would you think it would be wrong um, if he if somebody were to uh intimidate witnesses and try and get witnesses to not testify and she was like well yeah that would be terrible and he points out specific instances where trump was doing that and she took a long beat and she went i don't care (laughs) that's the problem yeah that's why these arguments aren't the same no yeah well, and and there's the nature. There's certain arguments, un, unfortunately, that can be 
a little more complicated than just a a, a, a friendly debate. Sure. Absolutely, you know, sure. we have we have parts of the community that are that are sometimes targeted, and, and not that every act of um, uh, a, a, an antagonistic opinion is a target. That sure. there, there is confusion there, unfortunately, a lot, and a lot of us can be very thin skinned about that. But um, myself, definitely included. But uh, at its core, there's certain things like like if you're saying, you know, that that certain people don't exist, you know, that's not a debate, you know. <laughs> right. So so to, to get into the nature of their existence, there are debates to be had. But yeah. especially when you talk about the stakes being so much higher in, in, in law, because oftentimes you're not only operating off of established precedent, but you're creating precedent. Exactly. And creating precedent in the law is big. It's a big deal. Sure. You sure. know, that so, so those impacts. exactly. So those arguments are high stakes. They are. They are. But in my opinion, they should not be high emotion. Correct. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. And, you're, that's, you're abs- and that's what has happened. Because those yeah. arguments should always be based on logic, facts and precedent and the law that exists. As right. Is. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and lawyers, if you know, you know. The, the debates we get into casually, whether it's across the dining room table, the podcast set, the, the cigar bar, whatever, in the end, those may be, you know, some emotion may creep in. We're all human beings. We're living sure. our lives. Our life experience colors our words. But especially in the courtroom, you're supposed to be sticking to the letter of the law. You're supposed to be able to separate that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I, I feel if anywhere should have that freedom, it should be there. So to, to, to hear that it's, it's, it's degraded even there, too, is sad. Mm. Do you want to talk about Eileen Cannon for a little while? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the no, notice the glassed over <laughs> yeah, eyes. No, I'm actually surprised you didn't. You weren't. You weren't up on that. Yeah, not That's at fine. all. I was gonna say his his goal to be an attorney because he wanted to have an argument and then be able to go have a beer you should have been a hockey player because that's what we do we go out we punch each other in the face then we go have a beer in the parking lot yeah, so. it's, 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 it's punching each other yeah. that I have an issue he likes, he likes punching with words yeah. not like, everyone develops with the words. affinity that we discussed right? earlier yeah. <laughs> um um, so, if I could just chirp and then go have a beer, I'd yeah. be fine. My problem is I would chirp and get hit. Yeah. Now, my my question on the uh, on the show is uh, the the title is the Smoky Guys. Is that also the channel? Yeah, uh, it is on YouTube. Thank it's, you. Cool, it's cool. The Smoky Guys. So uh, you can subscribe to the Smoky Guys channel and get all the Smoky Guys content. Absolutely. Or you can email us at thesmokyguys at gmail.com. Nice. We, we have all the Smoky Guys. We did learn that there is two spellings to Smoky. Apparently, there's S M O K Y and S M O. S M O K E Y. We're E Y is the correct way, yes. right? In my opinion, thank it you. Is. Okay, that's yeah. how I wrote it because I'm smart. Yeah, and I'm just kidding. But then I spelled- I, when I wrote it, though, I did have a moment of, is this right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I went out and got all the. I went ahead and got all the ones without the e as well, like all the, the websites the domains. and domains. Yeah. And everything. Nice. I was like, that's the way to do smart. it. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, somebody's gonna screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Kevin, any picks you got to share with us tonight? Uh, yeah. Uh, music wise, the new Jason Isbell album. I know I'm wearing nice. the shirt, but yeah. um, yeah, that that album is amazing. If you're not into the what's guy, it called? Uh, Weather Veins. Okay. The Jason Excellent. Isbell and the 400 Unit. Uh, nice. Just released it last Friday. Um, man, it's it's stellar. I went to the tour kickoff show the other night over in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and cool. I'm telling you, these songs live are even just that much more impactful. Um, Lyrics-wise, he's probably the the best like current songwriter. Yeah. If you dig into his lyrics and the stuff he's talking about, 
I'd put him on par with like Bruce Springsteen and those guys because he's just amazing. I love that. Right on. But, but, I yeah. saw you you posting from that show too. You shared some posts on Facebook from there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's another thing too. For as busy as you are, I still feel like I see you out supporting other creatives a lot. And that's, that's just great to see. Yeah, and that's that's uh, something. I mean, he knows. Uh, I've, I've I've supported comedians and local comedy scene. Yeah, absolutely. I come out to shows, and that's that's. That's the way it should be. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I hear other musicians and other comedians talking bad about each other, and I'm like, why? Yeah, that that if if we all build each other, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. Exactly. If we go out and support each other, then guess what? Yeah, that, that should help the whole the scene as a whole. Absolutely. And Tulsa is is a town to be proud of for what we have as far as a music scene, and honestly, the comedy scene's been awesome. It's been watch. It's co- been cool to watch it grow as well. Yeah, and uh, just watch how the the quality has come up. With the quantity as well, you know, because we have a lot of shows between music and comedy. Oh, yeah. And it's cool to watch, like, say, the quality come up. I was looking at an old Facebook post from eight years ago that I made today that was talking then about how much the scene had grown and developed the comedy scene, Mm. how many more places there were to play than there had been uh, eight years prior when I had started. And it was so impressive to me to see not only how much I had was acknowledging the growth nearly a decade ago, but then to think how much it's grown since then. Right. And, and I agree 100%. In, in the time that I've been doing comedy, I have found so much more benefit from finding ways to lift other performers up, to be supportive, even if they're not someone I totally agree with. I was chatting with a comic on Wednesday who I don't love all his material. I don't 100% love his kind of the, the attitude he brings to the stage. But the dude has got a thing. He's got a voice, and it's working for him, and I can't deny that. So right. I support his thing even if it's not really what i enjoy uh not to say that there aren't one or two comics out there who suck ass and i will 100 percent call them out on it <laughs> I, I am much quicker to to separate myself if you are um shitty off stage um than if you're shitty on stage yeah like you can be not very good on stage and i'll still support you all day long if you're a good person. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll support your growth and, and your uh, getting better, and I'll try and help you get better, and, and I'll support you all day long. But, yeah, if you suck off stage, <laughs> I'm probably not going to help. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, there's a, cer- there's a certain language that I see. There's, there's certain um, attitudes that I see that are not what I would be, mm-hmm. but they're not really bad. They're just not my style, and I I am trying to learn to support. Them. There's some that are just assholes. Yeah, that's that's the ones. Yeah, I'm talking and about. fuck them. But but <laughs> but sometimes I'm just like you know who you like, are. Like I think you're kind of a dipshit, but it's still within the bounds of okay dipshittery. So yeah. fair, you know. So. Oh, there's always those. Yeah, we've yeah. had those forever. Yeah, but Brock Olman. Remember that guy? Oh, you didn't. It's two more times he'll appear. No, Watch like, out. Not a bad person. Just. He was one of those I couldn't I couldn't figure out for the longest time whether he knew what he was doing or he didn't know what he was doing. I should have. Yeah, because if he knew what he was doing, that guy was the next Andy Kaufman. Exactly. That's the word everybody. That's what everybody. That's the word everybody always would throw around, and I would constantly shoot it down immediately and be like, "No, listen to the words he's saying." And no. Yeah. Well, I I figured that out over time, but it took some time. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I probably should have beeped his name out. Beep, beep. Probably. <laughs> Kevin, what do, uh, what what do you got some shows coming up? We yeah, do. tell us about your shows. Um yeah, so next, let's see, Thursday the 22nd, we're doing a and I don't know if this is open to the public or not, but in Jonesboro, Arkansas, we're going down to play a show for Anheuser-Busch. Nice. And for their their craft brew 
uh, division. Oh, that, that's uh, fun. That feels like a good fit for you guys. For the yeah. farmers. Yeah. We're, we're playing for the farmers that grow the grain. Uh, hey, yeah. nice. I'm surprised they're able to do it, that they're uh, still in business, you know, after... They were canceled. Yeah. yeah. They were. They went woke. They went broke. <laughs> I still keep seeing <laughs> nah, people nah, that, are like, that are like, that are like... Bud Light sales are tanking. <laughs> I mean, they are. They dropped a number two under Modelo or whatever. But and they they're own Modelo, so exactly, it, it doesn't yeah. really matter. They're still yeah. fine. That was know. my thing is I'm like, they dropped number two and they yeah. own number one. Yeah. But anyway, but that, that'll be a fun show. So it, it will be. And, and, and a lot of beer. It's uh, We actually have had Anheuser-Busch reps coming out to our shows lately. because nice. They they want to make sure, I guess, we're kind of representing them in, in, in the way that they want to be the trick will be how early is your set and how much free right. beer do they shove at you before that set we time. start at noon but oh there you go you're fine then yeah you're you, fine. and you guys have played oktoberfest so you're you're fine oh, right. yeah, doing yeah, the job around the beer yeah, so. yeah we, we well the best when you're doing a thing like that is when you can play early and then just party that's <laughs> true the, the true. bad one for us is we we also have played a show in arkansas the last two years for their legislative kickoff season for all the congress and, uh-huh okay and, uh, they're all their politicians. Even yeah. more alcohol and, uh, there, I bet. Yeah. The first year we showed up, the guy goes, Okay, what do you what do you drink? And it was we're we're bourbon guys. And he yeah. goes, Okay. He said, Well, we've got ten cases of Maker's Mark over here. Uh, hope that's enough. And I was like, <laughs> ten cases. We're only playing three hours. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> then, get we went, then they then sent we us went home. to get a drink. Oh yeah. Sorry. And uh they, they were serving their drinks in these sixteen ounce plastic cups that had the logo and everything, but they were serving all the drinks in that, whether it was soda or whatever tea, yeah. whatever. So I, I go up and I'm like, I'll take a bourbon neat. And the girl takes that sixteen ounce cup and fills it, fills it, it up. Dissolve. Yeah. And I'm like, you do realize I have to play later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way I'm ounces. Gonna... And and for those uh, out there who aren't familiar with the terminology, neat means no ice. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's just so there's no of... ice taking up extra volume in the cup. For yes. reference, a shot is one ounce. One ounce. Standard. Yeah. One or two. Yeah. I, on so, I, so I think f- I'm just gonna do a quick rough estimate. To, to put me on the floor would be four ounces of bourbon, maybe. You usually use a one ounce for when you're mixing drinks. Yeah. Like yeah. a two ounces when you're taking like a shot by yeah, itself. If you're, oh, okay. What yeah. sucks is the whole math behind a single and a double. Because a single is one ounce yeah. and a double is one and a half ounce. That oh, makes wow. zero sense to no, me. That, that's, yeah, that's it should good. be two ounces. If you're yeah. going to double it, double it. Double, no. double yeah, means That's double. not what double means. Yeah, no. Right. That's... <laughs> That is some Vente means large nonsense right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. And then yeah. uh, if uh, for Medium upcoming shows, grande. if they don't get a chance to make it out to Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Then we've got um, if anybody happens to be in the Jasper, Missouri area, Saturday yeah. the 24th, I'm playing their, uh, their fireworks display or celebration uh, with a group that I have in Missouri called uh, the Tri County Troubadours. Nice. So we're a, uh, it's, it's four singer songwriters. And uh, we, I don't know how we got try out of four, but, you know, again, fuzzy <laughs> math. County doesn't roll off the tongue as <laughs> yeah, easy. It so. doesn't. It's Missouri math. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we, do, we do a lot of those shows where we just song swap. And so we're going to be doing one of those for their, uh, their festival. And then I'll be back up there again July the 15th for Golden City Harvest Days, which is another big... Nice. It's, it's when the, the harvest comes in, so all the farmers get together and party. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, later on in July, we will be here locally at a couple of casinos. Uh, so uh, if you're in the Tulsa area, you can come see us. Yeah, we, so we won't be we won't be out somewhere. We'll be home. I think it's 21st and 22nd of July. We're at Osage Tulsa. Nice. Just north of downtown. Yep. And then the following Friday night, we're going to be at Osage Bartlesville. 
Cool. So, and uh, you're online on Facebook. People want to keep keep track of you. Yeah, if you just go into any of the social medias and type in at Kevin Price Band, it should pull it right up, and you'll see the beard and the whole you know nice whole bit. Yeah, he left the closers out of that part. It's just just too much to type out. (laughs) It's a lot. Kevin Price and the closers. Then you'd have to pay Kira Sedgwick and TNT. (laughs) This is a man who has grown up, seen other band leaders, seen their career paths, and planned ahead. I'm putting only my name on this because if anything goes wrong, Uh I want to be able to ignore anybody else. Uh (laughs) Yep. Can't blame you. No, not at all. Not at all. Can't blame you. Uh, as for me, what do you got? Uh, got a couple anything? of picks. Um, H- I finally jumped onto uh, HBO's show Somebody Somewhere with uh, Bridget Everett. Yeah, uh, that show is fantastic. Nice. Um, it's very heartfelt. It's very. Um, it's got a lot of levels to it. Um, it's very sweet, but it's very funny also. Um, and she's fantastic in that show. Oh, bet. Um, so 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 good. Uh, and then a little music pick, uh, Killer Mike's new solo album is now out. Uh, it is just entitled Michael. Uh, it's so, so, so good. Uh, if you liked rap music, uh, if you like Run the Jewels, definitely give it a spin. Um, uh, his solo albums usually have a few more uh, guest spots than like the Run the Jewels albums will have, right. which still have them. Um, but he usually has them at a little bit higher clip on the solo album. So gotcha. get a bunch of a bunch of cool guest spots on there, which is always fun. Uh, but Killer Mike's just one of my absolute all-time favorite MCs. Uh, he's always smart and, you know, keeping things poignant and making you think. I wish um, he'd bring back his TV show. I mean, oh, yeah. That yeah. was that was, it was really, really interesting. Good. Yeah. yeah. My, that I, was I bet they just challenging didn't, too. Yeah, it I was, which I really appreciated. I think that was one of the things that got killed by COVID. Probably, mm-hmm. probably. But it was good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, check out that Killer Mike album, and then uh, listen to me on Maximum News. Um. That's where you can hear me ranting and raving about politics and complaining about everything that's wrong, being the antithesis to Newsmax. <laughs> and uh, and then of course, uh, if you uh, or anybody you know need any uh, voiceover work or graphic design. Shoot me an email, zampinoproductions.com. I'm a free agent. So give me free, some money. Free agent. I'm free agent. Free agent. <laughs> give me dollars. All right. Guys, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's been, been super time. fun. Yep. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I always you. enjoy being here. Yeah, uh, glad just to have to, you back. Kevin, we're going to have to have you on a few more times, try to trump the amount of time CR is All right, on. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta hit that five-timer club. Yeah. Uh, and oh, don't wait, forget, where's my jacket? Uh, we we don't have that. Kind this of one doesn't count. You're four point five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget to check out the Smoky Guys on YouTube. Uh, Kevin Price and the Closers. Look out for those shows. Uh, follow both of these guys on the social medias. Yeah. Follow Hilton on the things. Follow me on the things. And follow all of our wonderful shows here at OLAMinistries.com. See you next week. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>